The Mike Morgan Podcast, guaranteed to make you laugh. Not a guarantee. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mike Morgan Podcast. Very welcome, guys. I'm in between dental appointments at the moment, as ye know, so forgive me if the podcasts are a bit sporadic in the last two weeks. I have, a, I have to get another tooth out tomorrow. I have, a, I have a hygienist cleaning again next week, so in between it, I'll make podcasts when I can talk. So today I can talk, so perfect time to make uh, a podcast. So something I wanted to say over the weekend, something very popular that happened happened in Ireland over the weekend is that we lost to the All Blacks in rugby, which are New Zealand, okay? So we lost in the quarterfinal of the Rugby World Cup. If you know me, I love sports, but I couldn't give a shit about rugby. Even more so, the people that like rugby. I am delighted. Like, uh, no, well, I'm not delighted that Ireland are knocked out of a World Cup. If Ireland were playing a World Cup in fucking 21 or rounders or anything like that, a silly game, I'd watch them. I'd support them. I love Ireland. I love Irish sports. Don't get me wrong. I wish they won the World Cup, you know? But rugby... Rugby is my least favourite sport, um, probably because my mem wouldn't allow me to play it. Thank you, mem, for not allowing me to play I probably wouldn't be here for the amount of bones I broke playing soccer. God knows what would have happened to me if I played rugby, right? But it's the people that watch rugby. They're gone now. There's people I haven't seen in four years since the last World Cup that crawl out of the woodwork every time Ireland are in a World Cup and the way they talk, the way they act, the way they dress... I was out uh, Saturday night. I had a gig, okay? So I was amongst the people as the match was on. I had a gig while the match was on. You could hear the roars while my gig was on. If Ireland scored a try or anything like that, I could tell the score. But it was the people around the street. It was the type of people, you know? You know those rugby guys? Um, they're not even rugby guys. They'd be like fucking... They'd be overweight. That's what they are. They'd be overweight, right? But they're in a body warmer and an Irish rugby jersey. As if they're just about to play the match. And the smell of B.O. off these guys, lads. I swear to God. Like, the body warmer is retaining sweat as your night is out. Like, you're sculling points. Ha, ha, ha. Chatting to the boys. All this kind of stuff. But three hours later, mate, you're covered in sweat in this body warmer. And I can... The whole pub can smell it. I was actually out with my uncle who was over from America and he was like, man, it smells pretty sharp in here. And <laughs> we were, <laughs> there was boys in body warmers next to us, lads. And I swear to God, the smell, it would knock a horse. And in Irish jerseys and a body warmer, like they're kitted out for the game. Like, like what is happening? What like that's what like that's like me when the Irish soccer team is playing and I got full kit. I got shorts, socks, and Irish jersey, shin pads, everything. The fiver for the referee, a bottle of Lucas Ed Sport. I got it all ready. Like you know, the boys are just waiting to be called out. Like, but the way they talk about the sport. Do you know, even their accents, oh yeah, will be very good now against the All Blacks. I I reckon Gary Ringrose and Bundy Aki are probably our best players. What? And the rugby fellas give Irish fellas shit about, oh, you're watching a, a silly game and you've English fellas playing for you. Where's Bundayaki from? Where I've never met a man named Ringrose in my life. Are you sure they're Irish? Like, do you know what I mean? Not that I care or anything like that, but the way they go on about soccer as if we're all scumbags and then rugby fellas are the cream of the crop. Anyway, I say all that to say this. So I did the gig... There was fuck all people at my gig because of the Ireland game. People handed back tickets. And that's not just me. That's every comedian, every show, anybody you talk to. Like, Saturday night was the quietest night in show business history. Because 
of the Irish World Cup. I get it. It's once in a generation thing. I totally get it, right? But afterwards, right? So Ireland lost. I came off stage. The gig went great. Everybody was happy. I was leaving. And then there was just this tension around the streets of Cork City. I could smell that Ireland had lost the game just by the way fellas were carrying on, do you know? So anyway, this rugby dude kind of came up to me. He was about six foot two, looked posh as fuck, to be honest with you. I couldn't believe it, right? So he came up to me and he started on me. Himself and his friend, his friend was holding him back and he just started on me. He goes, are those shoes, those shoes are my size, aren't they? As if he was going to rob my shoes. I was like, are you fucking serious, mate? And then his friend pulled him back. He was like, Matt, Matt, don't mind it. Leave it go, Matt. I was like, Matt. I was like, to be honest, lad, Matt is not a scumbag's name. Like, Matt is going to get a fucking seeing to. He's going to get filled in outside the fountain, outside Hillbillies at about 12 o'clock. Like, that was half ten. He was starting on little old Mike Mike Morgan, like, do you know what I mean? All five foot eight of Mike Morgan he came up to. I was sober as a judge. I was standing outside the pub waiting for my uncle to come out, like. He was just finishing his drink. I was standing outside and the dude came up and started at me in an Irish rugby jersey. Are those shoes my size? Or something like that. I said, are you fucking serious, mate? Do you know what? I couldn't believe... I actually thought it was a joke at the start. And then I realised he was starting on me, right? And then on my walk to the car, which was only 100 metres, there was two fights. There was two fights between the poshest people you'll ever see in your life. Like, there was one fella, he was crying while fighting. He, it, it, it took so much out of him. The match, the Ireland match, took so much emotion out of him that he was bawling, crying, laying into a fella. It was one of the weirdest fucking things I've ever seen. So I personally am delighted that there's no more Irish rugby matches. Matt, wherever you are, Matt, I'm sure it's a lovely job you have up in Montanati, kid, and you don't really act like that during the week. But just know you made a fucking fool of yourself Saturday night. And I hope you got filled in, kid. I hope you got fucking filled in by the fountain because I'm not going to knock you out. I'm not going to fight. I don't want to fight. But you would have said that kind of shit to someone that's not going to take that kind of stuff. And you know what? I'd say you got filled in, lad. And next day, Matt's going to wake up and go, oh, there's scumbags all around Cork City. I mean, a fella just came up and punched me in my face outside Hillbillies. No, Matt, you went up and wanted to rob his shoes, mate. That's what happened. You're going to forget about that in the morning when you wake up in your mansion in Douglas, right? That you actually instigated a load of fights last night. But these these rugby overweight dudes that don't actually play sport, they might go to... Look, I'll say another thing as well. These boys that go to the gym as well and act hard as well. The gym is for fellas that are shit at sport. There you go, I said it. I play soccer, I play other things my whole life because I'm actually good at it. Like I don't need to go to the gym because I get my exercise. But the fellas that are shit at soccer, shit at rugby, shit at everything, they're the boys that have to go get their glamour muscles sorted in, in, the, in the gym. And they're the boys then, after a few points, that have to start something. I don't, like, I don't know where this podcast is going. It's a bit of a rent, right? But this is what is happening in, in, ma- in male society right now. There's fellas that go to the gym that are shit at sports, so they went to the gym. They have a few muscles now, and because they were never good at sport or anything like that, they think they have to start fights after drink. And that's happened multiple times in the last year I've gone out. I swear to God, it's not the scumbag. It's not the fella in the matching tracksuit. Can I borrow a fag off you there, kid? It's not It's not that fella that everyone perceives to be the scumbag, right? It's actually the fella in the rugby jersey and the body warmer for some reason because he thinks the manager's going to call him out because Ring Rose is going to get an injury and he's going to call up Matt from Ma- Montanati, right? That's what's going to happen. No. 
No, it's not the scumbag. It's Matt. It's Matt who who goes to work in an accountant's Monday morning, but he fucking from Friday and Saturday he made a fool of himself and he tried to start fights all over the weekend. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it because I'm that five foot eight guy, right? And some five foot eight guys don't have a mouth on them. Like I've I'm blessed to have a mouth on me. It's gotten me plenty digs in the face, but you know what? It's repelled a lot of mats. Because bullies, bullies, if bullies see that you're not going to f- stand up for yourself and talk shit back, they'll, they'll lord it over you, they'll kick the shit out of you. So you got to let them know, mate, you're barking up the wrong Jack Russell's tree right now, I'll end you, boy. If you beat me, it won't end, like, do you know what I mean? So, as a 5 foot 8 guy, I feel I got to stand up for the other 5 foot 8 guys out there that don't have a mouth in them and would have cowered, not coward, but would have gone shy when Matt came up to him Saturday night. Matt is 6 foot 2, has a belly on him and thinks he's the man after a few drinks. No more of that, boy. No more of that. We have to stand up to those fucking people, boy. Wrecks my fucking head. Rugby's over. I'm delighted. Go back in your cave, ye fucking hermits. I don't even know where hermits live, to be honest. Probably not a cave. Yeah, so that's a bit of a rant, guys. But I'll, I'll be honest, it got to me a small bit. It got to me Saturday night. I brought my uncle out, tried to show him to the gig, had fun at the gig, and then that tension in the street, and I just couldn't get over that man. At the time. I thought it was a joke at the time. And then on the drive home, I'm like, this man, like, I couldn't believe him. And it was, and there was plenty of big fellas next to me. Other big rugby dudes next to me that he could have tried to rob their shoes after him, like. Do you know what I mean? Not came up to me, the smallest fella in the group, and said it. So, yeah, I'm sick of it. Bullies, lad. And fellas like that that start fights like that, they're full of water. They're cowards, boy. And they're just after drink. Any hard fucker I know, lad, and I do, because I'm from Mallow, I'm fortunate to know a lot of hard fuckers around the place. They don't open their mouth, boy. The scariest guys I know don't open their mouth, like. Do you know what I mean? The hardest dudes I know, what you won't know till it's time to fucking know. Do you know what I mean? It's the <laughs> That's it. And it's the cowardly fellas, i.e. fellas that go to the gym, not good at sport, uncoordinated, now later in life after four points feel like now's my chance to stand up to this five foot eight guy that bull. I, I must have been like a guy that bullied him in school. That, that must be it. Because I don't know where these things come out of like. Because it always seems to happen to me. I'm that guy that gets started on all the time. All the time. Like, if I'm in the Lewis, if I'm, if I, like, up in Dublin, like, you know public transport in Dublin, it, shit's popping off everywhere when you get, pub, like, the dart in Dublin. I was there with my brother a couple of years ago. There was a scumbag on the Lewis, right? And he was walking up and down the aisles, and I said it to Connor. I said it to my brother. I said, I guarantee this man will stop and talk to me. Out of the hundred people that are on this public transport, this man is going to come up to me and start something. What did he do? He came up, asked me for a euro. I said, I don't have a euro. He said, well, this fella, and he pointed to my brother. He said, well, this fella's getting stabbed if you don't give me a euro. And I said, you can stab him, mate. I don't give a fuck about, like, me and my brother left in, do you know what I mean? I goes, he ain't worth the euro, I said to him, and I, we left, but then your man got very tick, and he started saying some more shit, like he was going to pull out a knife, I said, me, so me and Connor got off the dart about four stops early, then we had to, because of this scumbag coming up to me, it happens to me everywhere, anytime I go on holidays, anytime a bum needs to ask for change, I have seen bums cross the street, through traffic, to get to ask me for two euros. They will pass 300 people just to ask me for a euro. I don't know, is it something about my face? Do I have a kind face? Do I have a stupid face? Do I have a gullible face? Is that what it is? So why do bums, if there's bums out there listening to this, and I, that's a bit harsh to say bums, but you know what I mean. If you are living on the streets at the moment and are searching for euros, 
what what is the type of dude that you look for? Is it me? Why is it me? Why is it the characteristics of me that you have to ask? Because I could have three friends next to me. They'll push past my three friends to ask me for the euro. Which scares me. Which means there's something about me. And also, on the scarier side of things, if, the, if there's someone looking for a fight, they seem to push past everyone and come to me. It just seems to happen to me all the time. I don't know what it is. I have to sort it out anyway because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of giving away euros and I'm sick of people starting fights at me, boy, when I'm just fucking standing there. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> it's a joke. So, yeah, I'm sorry for that rant. No, I'm sorry if you're a rugby guy and completely disagree with me, but as a small guy, this is stuff I have to deal with with big rugby dudes after points. That's just not soccer guys, not the scumbag soccer guys, not rugby guys. It's happened to me on more than one occasion, and I want it to stop, guys. Just stop coming up to me, please. We never get along. We're not even friends right now, so why are you talking to me? Do you know? Um, but yeah, it was a great gig, had a great weekend, all that kind of stuff. Just nervous now this week. I, I'm working. I have to go see specialists, specialists about my teeth, which aren't dentists. We've been through this already. I'm absolutely shitting it. And I'm paying money out the hole as well, which is, I'd say they're just, yeah, they're laughing at me, folks. They're laughing at me. Yeah, any housekeeping? Yeah, oh yeah, so a couple of gigs coming up. I had a gig in Cork, obviously, last Saturday. So the 2nd of November, I'll be in Tala in Dublin. There's one or two people that have gotten on to me to say when I'll be in Dublin again. So I'll be in Tala on the 2nd of November. I'll also be back up in December in the Crack Den. I'll be doing two shows on... So the first Friday and the first Saturday of December, I'll be doing two shows on the Friday, three shows on the Saturday, and then in Sea Church in Ballycotton, then I'll be doing in uh, December as well. I think that's the first Wednesday and Thursday in December. So the first Wednesday and Thursday in December, I'll be doing uh, the Sea Church in Ballycotton, and then I'll be in Dublin for that Thursday and Friday. I'll also be in Dublin in the 2nd of November as well. I'll be in Tala. So there are my Dublin gigs. You'll obviously catch me out in Cork every, every now and then between then. I'll have other gigs coming up. I I have others in Galway coming up. I have others to announce and all that. But yeah, there's a couple uh, Dublin heads getting on to me. So yeah, in Dublin, I'll be back up there in two weeks. So that'll be my next time up in Dublin. And if you miss me then, I'll be back up there the following month for five shows on a weekend as well. So that'll be all good. All right, guys, that's only a quick rant about rugby people. Rugby people are the worst. I'm delighted it's over. I hope you feel the same. I'll see you later, guys. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love.